0: and it's over to Lewis and Robbie.
1: Hello, and welcome. listeners to episode eighty-four of the Two Vets Talk Pets podcast. With too much talking, of pets is barely enough. I'm Dr. Robbie Anderton. I've been. I've got a cracked lip. Yeah, you know, but I've, but my drive here today has been a lot much much easier. But it's uh, since getting here, the world's looking good. The, the skies, uh, the skies opened up. The clouds have parted. The sun's shining because I'm here with Lewis, Dr. Lewis Kirkham. Podcast buddy, how are you going, mate? I'm
2: good, mate. I'm good. My, my lips are just supple today. Supple. Oh, you've good. been pour, yeah. pouring
1: them up, have you? Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Lots of lots of the balm. Oh, the, some uh, balm. The tiger balm. Fantastic. Yeah, just are, are really. You a-
1: are you a gouger or a, like, yeah, you know, did you have the stuff goug- where you, you know, when you get the lidded in the little pot, do you gouge oh. your finger in there, in there and do it? Or do you have your little, your little lipstick? Oh, the little, you put little
2: herpes pot that I just, you know, just dip into. Just, just pass it, and yeah. Just
1: rub it on my lips. Well, I saw that one that you got out there for all the other street people <laughs> out there to get out there and use. Is that the <laughs> one that you use? Because I just put a little bit of that on mine, you know. Street people. <laughs> no, absolutely. I like the postie and, you know, the, the milkman just, when he walks past. We used
2: to have a communal one at the clinic and just, you know, like, like you have the, uh the, uh, The hand wash there at the the counter for everyone to, you know, with the alcohol stuff. Yeah, yeah. We used to have the communal lip balm as well, just, Dip your finger in, and just mm, fantastic. On. Everyone that's goes good. out with clean hands and supple lips at the clinic.
1: Did, was it sequenced so that you'd wash your hands first and then put the lip balm on, or was it yeah, sometimes?
2: No, it's not non-order. Yeah. No, 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 we're not strict on the order.
1: Oh, so there was no double dipping. Did anyone go sort of you know to pot to finger to, for pot to lip and then back to the pot again? Or? Oh, for a
2: minute I thought you mean double dipping, as in doing both lips at the su- But no, yeah, the top lip and the bottom yeah, lip. That's yeah, that's right. Yes. oh, yeah, yeah. double dip. Yes. So,
1: Sometimes the eyelids as well, you know, just in case you... Getting some cracked eyelids, right? Yeah. Anyway, anyway we made So don't mate. don't make me smile too much because I was, <laughs> like I was, I was consulting today and I was um uh, I felt something on my lip. I go, what's going on there? I got I had, my, my lips were bleeding from the cracking on there. Yeah, right. Because, because I talk a bit, you know. So he, what? So it's that hard thing where I'm trying to work out. I'm trying to sort of lick my lips to keep them moist, but then that then it stings. Nah, it's that's like, not uh, good look. No, nah, it's, it's not. Gonna, it's a, 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 yeah, that, yeah. Yeah. We, we need some of your communal. I should have called into your work on the way up here and got some of that communal. Yeah, lip, got a,
2: got a communal thing, Alan, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Now, this week you, um, you, uh... Uh, yeah, De- Deb's going to make you some lunch that's Oh, all right, mate. thanks,
1: Deb That's all right Excellent. Wow. There we go It's good all stuff. laid on that's, Let's put another smile on my face And just crack my lips even <laughs> further <laughs> yeah, I'll
2: make, uh, De- big, big baguette, Deb <laughs> oh, make Big you, baguette yeah, Nice one Yeah, yeah make you know, a Nice
1: crusty, <laughs> bread, yeah. crusty <laughs> bread Yeah, Maybe to- toast up some sourdough <laughs> Some of that real crusty sourdough <laughs> stuff Just and,
2: a- and one that's held together by a big stick So you really have to open your mouth A long wide way Yeah, crack wide oh. Anyway, good chat about lips, mate
1: That's a good start Here we were trying to wonder What we're going to
2: talk about this week Oh, no, Exactly, we've done three minutes on cracked lips cra- <laughs> on humans. Oh God, that hurt! Yeah. Now you did some, um, you did some surgery this oh, we, week, mate. We had it, we had an emergency. We yes, had, had tell an, us. An
1: family emergency. So anyone that uh, hasn't already gone onto our Instagram, jump on there and you're going to have a look and see at the uh, the the emergency. So it was Wednesday morning. Uh, the kids were. Uh, Christina was at the gym. I heard the kids playing about six thirty. Um and you know typical six year old eight year old play everyone laughing and then no Ruben let go let go Ruben no ah! oh no screaming screaming and so I've gone I've got out of bed and I've gone into the bedroom and uh, Ruben's there at the at the doorway going I think I know why she's upset I think <laughs> I know why she's upset and I've gone and gone what's happened and like. <coughs> And obviously there'd been an incident with... Uh, so uh, so Ruben had pulled the leg off Camille's rabbit, which was...
2: A, a, hang on, a toy rabbit?
1: Toy rabbit. Yeah, toy I, always, <laughs> I I don't necessarily throw the toy rabbit piece of the uh, news in there right at the start, <laughs> just because I want to try and gauge you know, people's responses. So I was telling this story at T-Ball last night to some of the parents yep. about how uh, yeah, the kids were playing and that Ruben ripped the leg off Camille's rabbit. And so all of a sudden you get this look of going... Right, uh, you wow. know, it's like that's... Gee, gee, that's some fair sociopathic behaviour uh, uh, there. Uh, you uh, know? Yeah,
2: we're not letting our kids go around to Robbie's house to play when they're dismembering rabbits.
1: Yeah, <laughs> or, or, or at least we're going to hide the guinea pigs when your kids come around. <laughs> can I hold the guinea pig? No, 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 no.
2: no, 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 no be right. Step away from the guinea pig.
1: So, um, so just a, a little, um, little vanilla, the little uh, Camille's little fluffy, uh, fluffy bunny. So I said to her, "Look, darling, I'll, I can get that sorted for you. I happen to be on surgery today, so." I I shall uh, go and uh, go, go and do some surgery. So took a little vanilla in, and uh, you know, thought I'd hammer it up a little bit. I had a little bit of time up my sleeve, so yeah, took, loved took, it. took some X-rays. You know, I thought the uh, the X-ray there of where there's the, uh, the the body of the bunny and then the leg separated by a couple of centimeters. <laughs> I thought that's a that's not a bad one. And then uh, went and stitched it back together. And um, you know, she was. Uh, you know, I took her back in when we got home from work, and she gone. Oh, daddy, she's just like new again. I go, oh, that's good. I'm glad you you think she's just like new, but um. I think the leg is a couple of millimeters short, but that's okay, Lewis. You can't you can't expect to be going and doing microvascular surgery on a bunny's leg and expect it to still come out exactly the same.
2: Did she she have you had to get obviously a bit of extra skin to cover the gap? Was it was the bunny sort of grimacing from the the tightness of the the pulling the skin down from the top? Or? No, I
1: was able to undermine the skin right. a little bit there. Yeah. No, no, there, oh, there was there, there was still a little bit of, there was still a little tag that was left there. So there's still a little stump yeah. that was left attached to the to its well, torso. Lucky. So lucky. I so, so I could just. So it's in there. Got a little bit of out-of-date uh, uh, out of date, uh proline and uh, st- stitched that in there. So it's a nice, uh, n- nice, nice smurfy blue in there. So Dissolvable
2: sutures? They're going to dissolve?
1: No, no. They're going to stay there they're permanently. Permanent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because um, because uh, it's only very thin, uh, the very thin skin that she's got there, I was just a little bit worried that if it uh, dissolved away too quickly uh, before there was a chance it had healed up, healing. it might have uh, had some problems. So no, I thought I'd leave the permanent stuff in there.
2: Yeah, good stuff, mate. Now, I had this week, we uh, I had a... Pug in for a consult, yeah. Um, and uh, what's what's the one thing you like seeing coming in a consult with a pug with mate? That's you know perhaps be having a bit of trouble breathing. You know, booked in. What sort of consult would you would you be your favourite dragon you for a pug? Trim nails. Yes, boom. Yeah, trim nails. Boom. Trim yes. nails, mate. Exactly. Spot yeah. on. Bang. Trim yeah. nails on a pug. Uh, also, it saw ears, too. Oh, nice double, one! Double whammy. Yes, good. good. And third thing it was aggressive.
1: Oh, even yeah, better. Yeah, yeah. So
2: anytime time you able to hold it, yeah, like, yeah. Whoa, spawn of the devil. Yeah, here.
1: and, and the, even though they can only open their mouth about you know a centimeter and a half, it's still you know big enough yeah. to be able to get the uh, get the fingers in there. Yeah.
2: Oh, exactly. And so it, the, talked about last week about treats in consults. Yeah. This dog was eating treats mile a minute. Yeah. So, right.
1: You know, put it, put put some
2: treats. In, and then read a bite again, you know. Yeah, so right, really okay. treats weren't really working in that yeah, situation. Yeah. So we have to look at the ears. So I managed to get with uh big big pile of treats, just get enough to get a sample from each ear, which is great. Yeah, yeah. That was all good. So I um I got, got the sample for the ears and I left the room to go to the microscope. You know, have a look under the microscope, see what sort of beasties we got there. Yeah. Is it bacteria, is it yeast? You know, I left the room maybe five minutes and uh, and came back and the dog dog's on the floor. And had laid a uh, a poop about the size of my forearm. Oh, nice. I mean, it was
1: it was huge. Yeah. German With Shepherd didn't run in there. Didn't didn't so it wasn't ventriloquizing the well, uh, sort of thing that the wombat we talked about last week. Be was proud it
2: nice and square? Was nah, it? No, nah, nah, just long. Like they just know, long. they have
1: got, okay. got three minute intestine? It and was about that long. Nice. I right. Yeah. Like yeah. At yeah, the park, so I was I'm like, I'm surprised he could hold his breath for long enough to be actually able to get that out. <laughs> you know, well, I think he had been holding on to it <laughs> <laughs> certainly for
2: a while, and. And uh, so you know, I cleaned it up as yep. you do. Yeah. You know, owner was a little bit embarrassed.
1: Yes. Yep. Do, do you have a saying when the, when there's pee or poo in the consult room? I do. I yes. do. Um, I go along and I say, like, "Look, it's fine. We put we take all the Turkish carpets up before the start of each day, so that way, if anything gets on the floor, it's easier to clean up." <laughs> I like that one. I yeah. like that mate. Oh, how I, about I, uh, Oh, normally I uh, do. Look, you're yeah, not the first won't be the last. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, 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 give yeah. a Bit
2: of that stuff. I think that hopefully that helps them make them feel better. So look, that was all oh, fine.
1: T- 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 how about what do you say with, there's um, like when you've got cats that have um. Got, you know, had a wee or a poo in their cage, and you sort of pop it out the back to get the nurses to give them a bit of a clean up. Do you have anything, uh, anything there or inside uh, the room or something like that? Do gre- you go th- grease and oil change? Yeah, I, the cage? I, I go the code brown or the code yellow. Right. You know, I <laughs> say, oh, look, we've just got a code yellow inside around the table there. Yeah, no problems. The nurses know, <laughs> got to get them up. You know, if it's a coat, you know, or if it's something around the outside of the, uh, the, the bench, I go, look, just a just a code brown on the other side of the, the, the bench there. So, very nice. Ah, yeah. uh, good, mate. That's good. And, uh, so
2: anyway, it, uh, uh, you know, won't be the last sort of thing. Yep, yep. yep, yep yeah. chatting away to the owner, um, and uh, and and I had the dog on the floor. I thought, look, I'll give it a bit of a break. You know, at some stage we've got to, you know, perhaps give it some medication, something yeah. like that. Give it a bit of a break on the floor. And Carl, one of my, my vet colleagues um, who who I work with, and he's he's a great guy. He loves animals. Like yep. he, he loves them. He's over exuberant. Right. Okay. Yeah. Mean, he's he's very excited to see any animal. Comes into the consult room, obviously to get something. Yeah. High pitched voice, happy, excited to see the pug. Pug runs straight up to him. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, to the benefit of the doubt of Carl, he's uh, he's um, he hasn't seen the last ten minutes of action that we've had in the concert. <laughs> <around, you laughs> I've know, seen what see th- little, little puggles is like, yeah, and, and, yeah. and and pugs pugs body language is hard to read. You know? yeah. and he's, he's greeted the pug very excited. And, and before I could say, look, don't pick the dog up. He's picked up the dog, you know, under the forearm, front on, oh, start right. blowing kisses at it. Oh, right, okay. all oh, right, well, there you go. Yeah, all right, yeah. yeah we'll let that go. It's not, not necessarily plan A for no, how I would have no, handled it. No, that's right. Yeah, the aggressive pug is about to pass out when you're holding and you're Yeah, going yeah. You're anywhere near it. And, uh, and he's blowing kisses at which point the... Um, Dog responded with a, a full bladder right down the front oh, of his top, oh yes,
1: and down his pants too. Nice, just first consult for the day. Oh, fantastic! Always is <laughs>
2: soaking wet. The wow, big, the big pub cold golden shower mate.
1: Yeah, gee, right. <laughs> That's a. Then you can go to special clubs that you yeah. can get that sort of thing done. Yeah, well, you could probably pay for that. Yeah, yeah you go for free. <laughs>
2: but uh, oh, it was um, and the owner goes, oh, sorry, he does that when he's excited. He um, wasn't well, excited for you. Yeah, he's not excited. He's nervous. Yes, that's he's right. He's nervous. He's tried
1: to bite us. He's done a big poo. He's now weed all Carl. over the vet. Carl's lifted him up. All, all his his liver, test stomach, intestine, spleen. Everything just put pressure on the bladder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, like, oh, no. readjusted. Yeah, yeah. Just got, Oh, I can't hold on. Away he goes. But
2: mate, I'd never laugh so much. You know, it's, and it was a point where there was nothing I would say there, you know, and it was it was clearly quite distraught and quite sorry, apologetic. Yeah, it wasn't. I couldn't even do the. You know, um, you know it won't be the first, won't be the last. No, 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 no This is the first yes, and probably did, will be a, the
1: last. Twenty years, that is a first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the, so, but the good news is, is it's not you and it's not me, it's Carl. Yes, it's Carl. So that's fine, you know. <laughs> if it was me, then it's gonna be very uncomfortable for me to tell you that it is that it's no problem. If it was onto you, then I'd feel very bad for you. But because it's on him. That's it's right. fine, and Carl's going to be uncomfortable in the in that nurse's scrubs for the rest of the day. Nice, yeah. nice. So so it's it's a, just a, a nice little, uh, yeah. you know, uh So I, I had to, yeah, yeah, tight did, did, crop top. Did it manage to get all the way down, covering the belly button, or is he just, showing off the belly just button? Just enough, ring? just to show the, a hint of gut. Oh, nice, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I, um, we, I, I had that while I was doing surgery yesterday. But all the uh, the medium scrub tops were. Uh, Probably at my house, um, so I had to wear a small one. I thought, "Let's see, no, oh, it's actually it's fitting okay." Yeah, you this felt is like okay. you're really ripping it, mate. No, yeah, no, just stretching the arms. Oh, no, it actually it, it still fit all right. No, and I thought, "No, this is not too bad." Until I realised later on in the day, I'm sort of kneeling down doing something, going, "Oh, hang on, I think this is going to be a little bit." Yeah, given that, as we were saying the other day, I'm the only, uh, yeah, the only male in the in the in the the cl- only in the male clinic. in the village. Yeah, only, the, only the only male in the, the village? village. <laughs> Uh, that uh, that yeah, it's probably not necessary. I just said, look. If anyone puts a pencil down the bottom of my pants here, you know that's occupational health and safety. You know that that's that's sexual harassment. You know? and if anyone
2: says, "Look, I did not know, we got cracked
1: plumbing in today." Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, <laughs> and they said, "Well, we hadn't noticed anything until you'd said it." I got all oh, right. Yeah, it's just I had you know, four people behind me, and I thought, "Oh, I better They're try and say." They're just being something. nice, mate. Oh, they were. They are nice. Just yeah. being,
2: they dropped a coin, down then you didn't even notice. No,
1: <laughs> no, no, no. I wonder what that was. I thought it was like a. I think it was like a, a, a pinball. Uh, not a pinball machine. A um, poker machine. Poker machine. Oh, the slots. The slots. Right. Very Comes good. Comes up with three
2: cherries. Very good. And I haven't got. Uh, there we there go. There we go. Nice one. Big thank you to Zilkeen. Hey. Big supporter of the podcast. Nice. Thanks, guys. Mild anxiety lowering medication. Yep. Uh, put the pug on it. Afterwards. Oh, did you? Yep. yep. I said, "Look, thanks, thanks for coming." He's he's some silk for for yes. next visit. fantastic. Get, yeah. when, when we get it back for check the ears once we once we medicated it. Yeah. Um, I said, you know, give it some of this a few days before. Yeah, yeah. And see if we can settle it down for the next visit. So, any, any
1: sort of ear wash you could have used down the ears?
2: Uh, none.
1: No, no, none no, no. at all. Yeah, you, you got ideas, mate? Oh well, uh, I, I had I had to talk about Sonotix the other Sonotix. day. Sonotix. Sonotix. Yeah. Yes. Supporter of I, the pod. I, I called it Sonotix, and um, and it was quickly shouted down. Really, Sonotix.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But you love mispronouncing
1: I think it's good It's a, it's a
2: certain You know Cuteness to you. It's vibe.
1: fine Potato, potato Tomato, tomato It's okay You know As long as it clears the ears up Which it looks like it's going to do So it then it's fine It does do a good job yeah. Good
2: little demo she does Great ear cleaner Yeah And also thanks to our Patreon guys We Absolutely. really appreciate what you got We got a question from Patreon today We're going to touch on that yes. Later Alright excellent Now I have uh, Actually we got this from I don't know if you got this mate It was an article from the AVA Right Or it was actually an email that came out about uh, pet food treats and some issues that's happening with these. This has been happening for a while intermittently. Right. But obviously, there's been a recent outbreak. So we wish to alert veterinarians to the fact that currently we're seeing one or more cases weekly of acquired proximal renal tubulopathy a Fanconi-like syndrome. Yes. So for the listeners out there, it's basically uh, an insult to the kidneys. There's yep. an issue going with the kidneys. And it's associated with feeding of commercially dehydrated in brackets treats to dogs. Yep. None of the ones I feed in the consult room to that part. No, guarantee. No, 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 That's not white peed because his kidneys are <laughs> suddenly shot after the pile of treats are given it. This condition seems to be a particular, and there's a little hint here, a little very yep. subtle hint from the media alert from uh from, from the Australian Veterinary Association. This condition seems to be particularly associated with feeding with the feeding of treats made in Asia. Yes. At this time, and despite extensive investigation, the actual toxin that caused this disease is still unknown. Mm-mm. So, if you are feeding treats, yep, perhaps look at the uh, where's the, it come
1: from, the continent
2: of origin. Yes. Of, of the treats. Have
1: you ever seen one?
2: Yes, I have. Actually, one of our uh, one of our vets, he, her dog. Yeah, right. van Coney syndrome from we believe eating some treats. Yeah, that um, that she'd bought from uh, a supermarket, I
1: think. Yeah, yeah, I saw one back in 2000 and, uh, 2008.
0: Oh, and I was a lad back
1: when I was a boy, because um uh, the the boss had seen the dog um and got a urine sample, and so there was a lot of glucose in the urine. Yes, um and said. Dog's got, um, dog's got diabetes. Um, I'll give it a dose of insulin, come in tomorrow, and then we'll um, start to treat it. And I've looked at it and gone, I. Don't think this dog's got diabetes, yeah. you know. And so I said, "Look, we really should run some bloods," and did it. And normal glucose yeah, in the yeah. in the blood, but glucose in the urine. And so that's then when I started going, oh, "Hang on, this is Fanconi." Um, and then uh, I, there was that was like when it first started, sort of coming up, like back in the in the late you know yeah. noughties. Um, and so I got on, got in touch with a, a vet up in Sydney who was doing one of the first studies in it, and she's gone, "Yeah, it's this um, these the dehydrated chicken treats." That have come from this major retailer that that have uh, originated out of a country in Asia, um, and yeah, you know, stopped the treats. Dog's kidney function ended up coming back okay, right, but um, there's there a really interesting case because I said, "Geez, I'm still doing all right." Yeah, now. I mean, still, managed, managed, still managed to pick it. that one okay. Super vet, Robbie. still, still a yeah, still still, still super vet, still, still nail those
2: hard ones. Always the super vet. Well, that's the hallmark of these cases. Is like you said. Glucose urea, so that means glucose in the urine, which yep. we uh, which you come into the clinic, the vet has a little taste of the urine, goes, Yep, that's sweet. Dips it in there, Definitely. pops it in the coffee. Yep, definitely. Yum. That's sweet. Yep, uh, with no hyperglycemia, so that means no high glucose in the blood test that we do. Exactly what you did uh, that your boss didn't do. And clinical signs including polyuria means urinating a lot, and polydipsia mm. drinking a lot, inappetence not eating and vomiting, increased liver enzymes, and uh, low phosphate in the bloods can also be noticed in some cases. Um, and uh, they say azotemia, which is probably for vets out there more, but um, evidence of, of renal issues is uncommon, but does indicate a more serious disease when you see it. So on mm. blood test, if we've got some renal problems, then, then it's more serious. Well, many cases recover, thankfully yours did. And, and my, um, my boss's uh, dog has as well gone on to live a good fruitful life and, um, with treat with withdrawal of the treats and necessary supportive treatment, severe renal failure and death have occurred in some cases. Mm. So it's recommended the full diet history is requested with every consult on healthy or sick dogs. If the dietary history includes treat ingestion, particularly from Asia, or if dogs are, are urinating a lot or unwell, veterinarians are urged to perform a full urinalysis as a screening test. And also as a note for us vets... We're encouraged to submit a pet fast report for any suspected cases. Now we've talked about this before. This is the AVA in conjunction, I think, with the pet food industry of Australia, mm. setting up a, a reporting system for possible um, food and treat reactions because we don't have a big overarching body here like in, mm. in America where it's under the FDA. Yeah. So any veterinary may submit a pet fast report. You do not have to be a member of an AV of the AVA to
1: do so. So Everyone, which is probably the reason why I didn't get the email because I my membership lapsed. So I actually rang them up the other day to try and re re sign. I go, oh yeah, look, there's a problem with the computer. We'll call you back. At least they haven't called me back.
2: Wow, do they know who you are? Did you say I'm I'm Dr. Robbie Ann from uh, Two Two Vet Stock Pets And uh, I said, look, if you don't so,
1: if you don't sort this out, you know I think you guys are going to look bad on the yeah. you know, And then well, you they've just,
2: sent this out and, and you've just haven't heard anything. You dished dished him, mate on on the show. Yeah, because the a little bit of, of, a of overhanging shade there. They're, they're probably going to um, lose a few members now, mate. Maybe it's a bit maybe.
1: unfortunate. Oh well. you know, as long as they come back and sign me back up again, then that's all right. Next week. Um, With with a a discount. Absolutely. Um, That's a really interesting, I didn't realise that they were still, um, still getting those cases.
2: Yeah. Well, it's, it's more recently. I, don't, I think there's, there might have been a break, but they're saying recently they're seeing a lot more. Yeah. So, uh, just
1: because something's really cheap and it says that it's okay for dogs doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be any good for them. Spot on, mate. Yeah.
2: Yeah, good, good, good. Now, um, I, I've got another one. i go yeah. again. Yeah, yeah go yeah. So for it. Uh, this is about uh, a dog. I, I saw someone this week and they had an amazing story. Um, and I then saw this article uh, came through, I think, in my Facebook feed, and I thought, oh, this is perfect. This, this fits in. This was... Um, a lady came in the concert room and she had a Kelpie. Yep. And she's tell, told me this story about her late father who also owned Kelpies. They owned Kelpies all their life sort yeah. of thing. Um, and uh, and they, they grew up on a farm and he took this Kelpie to work on the farm every day. Yeah. Um, and he was out working you know far out in the paddocks one day in his tractor and he actually had a heart attack. Right. In the tractor. And of course, when you have a heart attack, you're in the middle of the bush. Who, who are you calling for? Yeah, lassie, See, or Skippy, or Skippy, Skippy. yes, Skippy yep. in Australia. No Skippy around. No. So apparently the kelpie, yeah, took off, just went, gone. He thought, oh no, he's, you know, kelpie's worried about. He went and what got what the, de- the,
1: the 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 defibrillation kit well. out <laughs> yeah. of the house. Yeah,
2: went to the local footy footy field. Yep. where there was one in the change rooms. Fantastic. Got, grabbed it off the, off the wall, ran back to the ran, ran back, back, put the, put the pumps on, put the clear. charger, clip, roof, 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 cliff, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> got him back together. Awesome. Got in the tractor, drove off. I uh, saw Skippy. Said Skippy, uh, "Go and take that back." We're all good. Skippy yeah. took the uh, the D feed back, and, and then all fine. Happy, it's a happy story. Oh well, great. Moving anyway. on. But
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, the dog did run off, yeah. ran
2: five k's to right. the neighbours, and uh, and went in their front yard and kept barking, barking at their front at the, at the front door of the house right. till their neighbours came out, and they're like, "Oh, what's going on?" Wouldn't let leave them alone. End up turn, taking them back to the, the the dad in the tractor. That's crazy. Saved hey? his life. Yeah, incredible. And this is a story similar. From uh, uh, Trevor. Trev. Trev. Trev Goward. Yep. Went for a recent afternoon. Uh, Trev, Trev is in uh, n- north of K- Kam-loops. Kamloops. 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 Nice. I think that's in Canada. That's <laughs> why we don't know it. When Trevor Goward went for a recent afternoon stroll up the mountainside with his dog Purple, he had no idea his life would soon be in her paws. Gowan was on his way back down the trails in the Clearwater area north of Kamloops as it was turning dusk when he tripped on a log and put his hands out to break his fall and was
1: eaten by a bear. (laughs) I don't think they have
2: bears in that area. Do Do they? they?
1: Polar bears? In Canada? Do do they? Maybe.
2: Not in the Clearwater area, surely. In in cantaloups? We wouldn't have a clue. At all. We would not have a clue. This is so bad. So culturally inappropriate. (laughs) Maybe it was a moose. Just because... Maybe. Maybe a moose. Well, well, I do know he didn't trip over a log from a wombat. (laughs) Because there's no wombats. (laughs) No, no, no.
1: The dung beetles in... in?
2: That's a good point. We haven't researched that. (laughs) So he fell over and dislocated his shoulder. Ouch, that hurts. I've had shoulder surgery. That really hurts. Lots. Like, ouchie, ouchie. Yeah.
1: My arm was sort of hanging it down. L- it looked really painful when Martin Riggs put it back in in Lethal Weapon.
2: Yeah. Oh, that was... Yeah. Yeah. No, I didn't. Yeah. Or uh, uh, Jack Graham in uh, in the pre- prelim final. Oh, oh but he played ran off on. With his, Oh, played, yeah. He played on. Oh. One arm. Yeah, yeah. Incredible. Tough. I couldn't do that. My arm was sort of hanging down. I realised I was in too much pain to do much. So, after thinking about the options available, I decided to send Purple down to get help. I... I said, can you go get Curtis? He said, referring to his partner, Curtis Bjork, right, who was back at the house working in the garden. She looked at me and she knew there was something wrong. As soon as I said it, she just ran down the trail. Purple made the 2.5 kilometer journey back home and it didn't take Bjork long to realize something was off. Judging by her agitation, and the absence of Gowdy grabbed extra clothing and survival supplies and headed out the door. Along with a few neighbours, friends and first responders, Bjork put his faith in Purple and told her to find Trevor. He followed Purple up the trail, the dog pausing at every fork in the path and barking to make sure she was being followed until sure enough they came upon Howard who was shivering from the cold and becoming incoherent. Right. The search and rescue team arrived and they walked Goward out of the bush. It was a really long walk. I could only go so far and have no memory of how many times he stopped, he said. I was in shock and had hypothermia. Fire Brigade Chief Stephen Murray said there was no rescue without the dog. We could mobilise and get ready to go, but we needed a direction, and Purple had the direction down pat. Goward said while he was waiting for help, he started to fear he would never be found, and even took a voice recorder out of his pocket and calmly dictated his goodbyes to the world. Wow! I wonder if she shared that with Curtis afterwards.
1: Now, now can we just rewind a little bit? Uh, How far did the dog run? 2.5 k's. So he was never going to get found again because he was up a trail, two point five kilometers uh, from his house. Uh, dogs could usually run pretty quickly, yeah. you know. Um, so the dogs probably ran from there back home again. Let's say, so even if the dog walked, right? Say say the dogs walked down just. Stopped, had a couple of wee's, that sort of stuff. Maybe a right? bit of a
2: sniff, followed a trout, found, found a leftover sandwich, perhaps half an hour. Moved on back. Yep.
1: Half an hour. Yeah. Right. You know? Uh say even forty five minutes. Yeah. Gets there. Woof, woof, woof woof, woof, Curtis, woof, 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 woof. Curtis turns around and says, Oh my goodness, purple. You know, we gotta get the you know, Trevor's been eaten by a moose bear. Yeah, what you know? what, the, what 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 what's that? What's that? Uh purple?
2: Uh, there's a man in the bush with a shotgun. What? He's dislocated his shoulder. Dislocated <laughs> his shotgun.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, and then had to get all the way back up again. Yeah, forty-five minutes. Yep, another forty-five minutes. Hour and a half.
2: Yep. Hypothermic shock. You Hypother- don't think so. Oh, could have been afternoon stroll. Gets cold. Are they even, even. I do know it's cold in Canada in some places. They have snow. Yes, they, they yes. do have snow. Yes, it's cold. Yeah, but it could have been cold. Could have had. A Look at the photo. Beginning. He's only wearing a flannel.
1: Was he? He's only wearing flannel. a
2: flannel. And he's oh. old. He's old. He is
1: old. He's old. He is old. It, so, <laughs> and he might have just put the flannel on there just because it's the good, you know, it's, it's the good one. So, so, so I, I call shenanigans on that. I yeah, I reckon. But well, it gets cold quickly. I'm not saying it doesn't get cold quickly, but, you know, he's, um, you know, I don't think he was there for an awful long period of time to be having to dictate his, 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 Life's apologies into his phone.
2: Oh, re- rewrite the wheel. You think? You yeah, that's to right. Do that. Yeah, yeah. I just wonder if Curtis has gone. Hey, could I just have a listen to what you wrote? To there? what you wrote there? Yeah, yeah. I, do, I don't. I give to Curtis my um, my dog. Yeah, but I give the house to uh, Jerome down yeah, the road. Down the road. Yeah, that's right. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Jerome and then Pierre and all those <laughs> sort of They're the guys who get all the uh, all the good stuff. All advice on this show is generally nature, so please consult your veterinarian before following any advice for your pet. We do our best to provide the most up-to-date information, but as veterinary medicine is continually advancing and changing, please let us know if we missed anything, if you need any clarification, or if you want to share some of the fantastic egg and bacon roll I've just eaten.
0: <laughs>
1: so, we're heading into summertime, Lewis. Yep. Things are getting hot. Yeah. It's hot in the city tonight, right. as Billy Idol once said. Yeah. And uh, I thought we might talk about heat stroke. Right. Nice. Yeah. So- yeah, um, we had a hot day last week. Uh, really that, hot had, day. Uh, that one really hot day out of, and then it just plummeted. You know, the fell off the fell off the cliff again. If you're so, in Melbourne, we did. Uh, Melbourne. Elsewhere, maybe not. How if about Canada? Well, you know, I don't, I don't think they up, had up, that. Up, up in Kenny Kenny, Kenny Loop. Was Cam, it Cam Loop? Cam Loop? Cam Cam? Where was so it? Not, it certainly doesn't sound like it was very temperate up there when you know Trevor Trevor was getting hypothermic in 15 minutes the of clear water area. Well, mate, you never know. It might have been minus minus 30. Well, Once what? that sun goes, God, yeah. it's cold. Yeah, you couldn't have, Yeah. Anyway, could he just sh- shot off the uh the, the, the shotgun to try and keep himself warm. Do you think he had a shotgun?
2: No, oh, didn't you say he had a shotgun? No, I didn't I made that up. Oh you made that uh, up? No, that was that was for purely for effect. That
1: was a good effect. Yeah. <laughs> had me fall. Alright, heat stroke. Alright, heat stroke. So um our bodies have um, very intricate ways of being able to maintain maintain our heat because, yeah, you know, we've been developed, and we've evolved our ability of being able to survive, of keeping uh, things in a fairly regular sort of uh, regular sort of zone. And when those zones then sort of drop out, your body starts to have problems. You know, um, proteins denature, your your um, muscles don't work as well, your metabolism changes, and you can start to get really really. Co- Really, really sick, really, really quickly. So, what we see with um, it's mainly dogs. know, yeah? I mean, we don't see all that much in the way of heat stroke in cats. I mean, you can do with um, yeah, particularly the the no nose um cats, but I guess most of the time because cats are indoors or at least clever enough that they yeah they're, they're not being exercised in the hot weather. They try and sort of yeah go well, you know what? I'm hot, so I'm just going to flop around and take it easy. But yeah, we
2: don't I see see a few rabbits, unfortunately. Oh, you okay. see, yeah, yeah, it's in the hutch
1: stuck oh, in heat
2: boxes, and they've been left out in the sun. Yeah, right. And come home from school, kids come home from school and find, uh, you know, old flopsy just uh, really very, very, up. very flopsy, flopsing around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. flopsing a little bit stewed in its own, yeah, stewed in its own juices. Yeah, yeah, yeah so, right. no, yeah, more common in dogs, I think. Yeah, perhaps it's I'm... the exercise thing too.
1: Yeah, I think one of the big things with the exercise, so, uh, you know, when either the temperature gets hot or if the animals are trying to, if they're exercising in the hot weather, or also in the big one is if the animals are having trouble breathing, you know, particularly the dogs having trouble breathing, because what a lot of owners don't realise is that um, the main way that dogs dissipate heat is through panting. And so if you've got anything that is stopping your ability of being able to dissipate that heat through through your respiratory tract, the dogs will overheat. So the classic dogs that we see with heat stroke are the dogs that have trouble breathing. So your brachycephalic dogs, your Frenchies, your Bulldogs, Cavalier, King Charles's, Puggies. yeah. Like that yeah, one like in
2: the consult with the Golden Shower. Absolutely. Yeah. Um,
1: also, um, old, we see it in older dogs as well when they're starting to have problems with laryngeal paralysis. So your old golden retrievers and German shepherds that are starting to get that really sort of... yeah you know, they, they, they get changes in their bark and they make really sort of... <gasps> when they're breathing normally, or when those dogs are then breathing and it's hot, they they, they can overheat really, really, really quickly.
2: With the, with the brachycephalics, mate, I've yeah. got a good little trick. I don't know if you're at the conference they did. I went to a conference and this all listeners can do this. So what I want everyone to do is i won't do it because i won't be able to take Is take a deep breath in (gasps) deep breath in as far as much as you can (gasps) deep breath in and then breathe out a little bit and then breathe in again and then breathe out a little bit and breathe in again and that's what it feels like to be a pug or, or a Frenchie on a normal day.
1: Jeez, no wonder I was trying to bite you when you're trying to look in my ears. Exactly. No yeah, wonder if right. you just hold them a little bit and then they're aggressive on top of that. Yeah, right. So that's 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 how they Because think, of the narrowed airways that they have trouble breathing out. Well, Yeah,
2: well, they're never, yeah. never fully getting... Yeah, never fully getting a, a lung full of air and yeah, never right. fully expelling that lung full of air. Yeah, right. So they're always just at the tip of... Almost passing out, I suppose. But that's how they feel, living so, on the edge. Yeah. So, so we say have trouble breathing. Well, a lot of people think that's normal. Well, it's kind of in inverted commas normal for those dogs. Yeah. yeah. But you're right. They it's not nice. It might the... be normal, but it's not no, nice. It's not yeah. No, exactly.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, um, so any time these dogs are having trouble breathing because there's they've got sort of blockage of their airway, stertorous breathing, um, or anything that's um, sort of stopping them from being able to breathe. Yeah. Their heat. Heat, uh, body heat can go up oh, really, really quickly. Stirter or strider? Stirter or strider is. Stridering, stirtering. Either all. Potato, potato, but, you know, sonotics, uh, sonotics. I think the important thing though is is
2: it's all about the sweating, I think, is part yep. of it. Yep. So obviously, humans, when we're hot, you go for a run, you sweat, sweat. that helps you cool off yeah. that majorly. With dogs, they can't sweat. Yep. They sweat through their paws and they also sort of sweat by panting. That's how they lose their, the majority yes. of their heat. So when they got breathing issues, that's when they start to have more problems too.
1: And then combine that with the fact when the weather gets hot and then sometimes people do something silly like take their Cavalier King Charles down to the park and throw the tennis ball for them for 30 minutes and until they get a, oh, now he's really, really tired because now he's just had to lie down. Yeah, no, no, no he's, he's dying because he can't breathe. Yes. So, yep. um, so the... the really risky thing for these dogs is is that the more trouble they have breathing the more thickened their airways get the more thickened their airways get the more obstruction you get the more obstruction you get the, you get, the less heat you can dissipate this is a big vicious vicious mm. vicious cycle and mm. so these dogs can by the time they come into to see us they can be in really really you know bad trouble by the time their temperature starts going up really really high you start to run the risk of seizures get convulsions seizures coma death Mm. And that's pretty bad, mm. you yeah. know. Yeah, you, that's, that's not, not ideal. Great. It's no. not ideal. It's not why we vets. No, no, no. That's not. That's not what we want to see. <laughs> so, uh, so what we try and do for these dogs when they come in when they've got heat stroke is obviously try and cool them down. We need to try and cool them down pretty quickly. So, um, but you don't want to cool them down so fast that then their yes. bodies contract up. You know, their blood vessels go. Oh, it's too cold out there, so we're just going to hold all of our hot blood inside. So we need to gently bring their temperature down. So we'll do that by using. Um, uh, tepid water baths Did I say tepid right? I think so Or tepid. Tepid 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 or not to peed <laughs> maybe, maybe that's what the bug did yeah? Tepid or not to peed on car
2: Tepid on car Yeah
1: yeah um, So So we use uh, Water um, On the tummy Fans Wet towels Things like that Try and help to bring Their heat down We use um, IV fluids To try and help To keep their blood pressure up One of the big things We need to try and keep These dogs calm So we need to try And give them mm. sedatives um, And often um, You know Trying to give them You know, uh, There's a Not only a sedative But also a painkiller um, Medication as well Which can You know Sort of help to Really reduce down Their anxiety Because these dogs They come in And they feel like They're dying mm. Because they are mm. So we're trying to Convince them that they're not So that mm. they can try And calm down um, depending on how much swelling is there, sometimes we use corticosteroids to try and help to reduce the swelling down. Um, and in dogs that are really, really bad, that have got really, really blocked up airways as an emergency thing, sometimes you even have to go in there and do an emergency tracheostomy. You know, so, what does that um, mean? So that's where you give them an anesthetic and you go in there and you put a tube into their trachea bypassing their larynx. Right in their so, neck. Yep. Yeah, so if you've got a, a, a pug or a, um, a peak or something like that or a Frenchie that has got a really, really narrowed pharynx, that's you know, just so narrow that no air is getting through yep. there then you need to make a hole somewhere and so you bypass all that and put it in their neck yeah, so you put right. a tube into their neck to try and help for help them to uh breathe that way so,
2: yeah okay and so how how what's what's the best sort of preventative stuff that what's sort the of options you got
1: so know you know your risks i guess is the thing you know prevention better than cure so if you've got a no-nose dog or you've got an old dog that's having trouble breathing or you've got a fat dog you know or you've got a hairy dog, uh, don't exercise them in the hot weather. Yep, yep. You know? Obesity
2: is a big part uh, of it too, isn't it? Massive, yeah, yeah, yeah because yep.
1: uh, those dogs, their airways are narrowed and their lungs' ability of being able to expand and contract is reduced because of the fact they've got so much fat in their chest. So, yep. um, so yeah, you know, it's if you've got a, a dog that – makes noise breathing at the best of times, hot weather is not going to be their friend. If you've got an old dog whose breathing has gotten worse as they've gotten older, um, old uh, hot weather is not going to be their friend. If you've got a dog that is overweight and struggles to move around, exercising in the hot weather, not going to be their friend. Mm. So you've got to be smart about yep. it. You know, um, I... I do stick my head out and yell at people as I'm driving down the road and I see them exercising their dogs on hot weather. You know, um, I don't care whether it's a Kelpie or, or what, you know, if it's, if it's over 30 degrees, if you're stupid enough to run around yourself, go for it. But don't put your dog through yeah. it, you know? Yeah. Um, the, you know, if you're going to, if you're going to run your dog in it when it's 35 degrees, take your shoes off put three jumpers on and go run along the road yourself like that. See how much fun it is for you, you yep. and then take your dog, you know. Yep. Um, just leave your dogs at home. Yep. You know? Don't do it. Keep them, keep them in air conditioning. Um, if you do see that they are starting to have trouble, get them to the vet straight away because if it's much easier for us to bring down a temperature that's 41 degrees than what it is, 43 degrees. So um, as soon as you start to see the signs, get them in straight away. And if there is things – that there are this – if you go and see if it if your dog's already having trouble breathing now and it's in October or I guess I'd know, say May for our northern hemisphere listeners, um, you know, go and see your vet and go Jesus I think my dog's getting noisy breathing is hot weather going to be a problem and let's try and put some things in a place before it actually happens It was probably lucky it wasn't hot weather in Canada or that dog might not have made it, if it may not have made degrees,
2: it but then the owner would have been okay he wouldn't have been hypothermic he wouldn't have got hypothermia. he would have no. just
1: relaxed in the shade he would have been right, just with his white singlet that's right rather that? than the flanning you know, <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. Curtis wouldn't have had to have bought up the, uh, the, the um, survival yeah, the, kit the, the, the survival kit and the, the survival flannelette shirt for yeah,
2: him yeah and the, um, the alpha Oil blanket, or the or the tin foil alu- has alu- as well. Aluminum, aluminum, aluminium, 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 aluminum. aluminum. Yeah. I just wonder which way you go, mate. I go aluminium. Yeah, yeah. good. We, we yeah. do we do here. Well, in the Canada, it's aluminium in, in Canada. Yeah, oh, yeah,
1: in, yeah. can, in Canada land. <laughs> <laughs> um, so so yeah, heat, heat stroke. It's a generally a thoroughly preventable yep. disease. Yep. But um, I, like I, oh, we had um, I think the worst we had one day is we had three dogs coming with a heat stroke at once. So oh, we end oh, up wow. having to get. We um, had to send one of the nurses off to go to um, the local homewares store and go and buy an extra couple of fans so that we could sit them in front of the cages and try and actually we had one, we already had one fan in front of one dog and we needed more. So we had to go and get a couple more pedestal fans to try and uh, try and treat the dogs.
2: I normally say to people, I think the forecast or the, the, the temperature outside is over 25. Yeah. Certainly for those pushed in nose dogs, the practice of phallics that we talked about, I I say don't walk over 25. Um, if it's, you know, if that's the temperature outside, um, and for, for, um, for other dog owners, just be, you know, gauged a little bit by how your dog's feeling, you know, if they haven't got that pushed in nose, you're walking out there panning pretty quickly. And it's probably time to, to head home pretty, pretty sort of quick.
1: And, and also, um, probably exercise intensity is a big thing yep. as well. You know, like going for it, you know, it, it might be 28 degrees, all right? And we might take Rosie for two, two, two laps, you know, two blockies and that's it. But we're not going to take her. Take no. her down to the off lead dog park with a tennis ball to run around for a half an hour. So yeah, yeah you just got to use your common sense, yeah, really. Exactly. Yeah. And if
2: you do have to do a walk, you know, take them early in the morning or late at night. Hopefully, yeah. it's cooled down either way. Yeah, and um, can be a bit cooler for them to to do. Yeah. And if you've got a rabbit, don't leave it out in the hutch. No. In the shade somewhere, or maybe yes. in, even inside the air conditioner on the hot days. Um, so and, that they don't uh, don't ever cook bunny.
1: And, and if you have just gotten yourself a bunny over winter, have a bit of a look and see where the sun is going in your backyard, because the sun's height changes uh, w- with uh, with the weather, you know. As, so as uh, with the season, so it might might have been that the bunny's hutch has been up against a wall and it's been in the shade for the last three months, but it might be getting uh, yeah more and more and more getting in the sun, sun. Yeah. as the uh, hotter weather's coming along. So start paying some attention to where your bunny's hutch is. Good stuff. Mate, fantastic. Yeah, well, and, and, and don't let Ruben grab a hold of your bunny's leg too. Tightly. Yeah, no, no, when when you're moving the hutch, that's right. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got a question, have anyway, we, mate? We got yes. a question this week from yes. uh,
1: from a uh, uh, well, one of our number one supporters, absolutely. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. certainly in the top uh, top five percent, yeah. You know? um, yes. so uh, so Cloudy, uh, one of our Patreon supporters, um, sent us in a question, um, she wanted to know um she's asking for a friend um she wants to know what sort of things should owners do if their dog has bitten someone so what things do they you know um who do they call what do they do what sort of things should the should pet owners be doing uh, putting into place if their dog has uh unfortunately uh bitten someone
2: Wow, so we're we talking a scenario in in uh in the home environment or or the park or just generally if if so if Rosie had bitten somebody yep. what what would you as an owner sort yeah, of be doing? yeah yeah what so sort of, so I guess sort of
1: um yeah you know, regardless probably of where it is, what sort of things should they be putting into place to try and be starting to work out why it's happened and what to what to happen next yeah well that's that's a really good question I mean often um yeah. I mean there's
2: lots of lots of things that are unknowns, I suppose, when yeah. when you when you have that sort of thing. I always do like to know a little bit of the history of yeah. you know what was going on in that situation. Context. Yeah, working out the context yeah, of it. Yeah, you know, yeah. is it you know <laughs> The, the studies show that the, the majority of dog bites for the, uh, when, when dogs uh, bite a child, you know, which is an area that I've, so I've got a lot of focus on, um, it's, it's majority of dogs, it's by a dog that is, in inverted commas, has never bitten before. Yeah, right. So for me to say, oh, if it's the first bite, you need to investigate why it's occurred – it doesn't mean that there haven't been warning signs in the past, potentially. Exactly. So um, I guess you know, getting a good idea of the context of yourself of what was going on in that environment, you know, was it uh, some toddlers that were, you know, yep, they were been harassing the dog most of the day, the dog had been cornered and it sort of bit to, to get out of the way or was there somebody walked along, the dog was sleeping, they went to pat
1: the dog and, sleep and and jumped up and sort of bit us. So, um, so pr- probably the first step then you're saying is, Analyze. You know, so take stock and work out right. Well, what was the scenario that this happened in? You know, even writing it down on your phone. So we we're at the park. There was there were two big dogs that were jumping over it, and then the other dog's owner went in there to grab it. Yeah. And, or or no, we we're at home and it was asleep on its bed, and the kid you know jumped off the, the couch onto the dog's bed. Yeah. So yeah, you know, try and record as best as you can the scenario in which it happened.
2: Yeah. Well, first step, may probably get a band aid. Band-Aid, like flush band-aid, it out. Yep, go yep, go band, me- seek band-aid. medical attention. Yeah, medical
1: attention. Yes, not veterinary
2: attention. Yeah, go to see the doctor. Yeah, <laughs> but that's probably that's a good point. And second, so along the lines, that would actually be going to your vet. Yes, yeah, because I think that's the big thing. Yeah, yeah. you know, because it potentially if you know we come back to that scenario it's the first time that we've bitten yeah potentially there can be some medical conditions that make dogs a little bit more uh, cranky you know particularly painful conditions things we talk about are ear infections anal gland problems skin problems arthritis and maybe dental disease are probably yeah. you know what's that five or so yeah That potentially those sorts of uh, sort of uh, hidden problems, yes, yeah. can 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 cause some dogs to be a little bit more irritable, a bit more likely to climb the ladder of aggression. Yeah, right. That we talk about. So, um, and and to the point of biting. So it's sort of like if, you know, maybe on an average day, I'm I'm yeah you know, I'm an average grumpy guy, yeah. average grumpy uh, middle aged man. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, maybe maybe today I've got a bit of a bit of a sore hamstring. Yep. You know and and then uh and then also I've got got some children that are annoying me. Yes, you know, yeah. Been, been at me, and uh, and then also uh, you know I've uh, I've I've got a sore leg or so, something else going on sore toe. Yep. And then someone asked me to do something. I'm perhaps more likely to snap. Yeah, right. Than if I was just a normal, average, grumpy, middle aged man. And, yeah, you know, yeah. And so so that sort of thing it does things sort of build up over time and, and may cause a point to where, where we are snapping. So taking stock of, of of what's going on, what's happened in that situation, um, a little bit of an idea of sometimes the severity of the bite. Was it you know did it break skin? um was it more like just a snap and everyone got a fright um that can give you a bit of an idea certainly something i look into is to um as to the severity of, of the problem and 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 how severe and, and perhaps how urgent you need that that yeah. attention
1: and is it is severity of bite linked with um intention you know like so that thing of you know if they Didn't bite. It didn't break the skin. You know, therefore, it was more of a warning shot. Or and you compared to grabbing a hold and not letting go. You go. Well, hang on. This is probably more premeditated or more of a. You know. I guess more, more of a, a serious aggression issue. Yeah,
2: so there's a big there's a big area of, of uh, uh, stuff that people talk about called bite bite inhibition. Right. And there's a whole, and I, I think it's a, a sort of a theory that people have out there that, that dogs can certainly, and well, they can. Dogs can certainly control how hard they bite yeah. you. They, they can decide if I'm going to bite you really hard. They can't necessarily say, oh, look, this is going to puncture the skin or this is not going to puncture the sting. Yeah. I, think, I think they can certainly say, you know, yes, I'm... I'm going to just have a little bit of an air snap or I'm just going to mouth you or no, this I'm actually, I know how hard I can bite to make you sort of stop sort of thing. So they do have bite inhibition.
1: Almost like the, um, how hard am I going to punch you? You know, am I going to, yeah. is it, is it going to be a, just a, a little punch to say, Hey, no, d- d- knock it off or yeah. no, I'm trying to knock you into next week. Yeah. Kind of punch.
2: How, how, can I, how can I punch you?
1: Yeah. How can I punch Mike Tyson? <laughs>
2: how can I punch you? So yeah that's certainly but they can uh, they can in- inhibit they can have bite inhibition if they haven't got bite inhibition where they've just gone all out and really you know done a lot of damage yeah. then that's perhaps a bit bit more serious um sort of situation so yeah I guess you know maybe I hope that helps cloudy a bit but really looking at the context of it um getting some veterinary a, a medical look at the medical aspects of it the potential for for um for some sort of illness or disease causing it and then uh, and then perhaps uh, looking at the amount of damage that was done. And then if that that's a sort of situation you're thinking really where do I go from here I think probably the next step if you really want that advice that help is to go to a vet who has some further qualifications in, in, in behaviour stuff. Yeah. So so us members of the um, Australian College of, of Veterinary Behaviorists or even just a vet that has a really special interest or not, not let us say special, but has an interest in behaviour stuff and he's, yeah. he's willing to talk to you about it and maybe um and then of course they're a veterinary behaviourist specialist. You know, yes, there's, yeah, there's uh, uh, there's only one in Melbourne at the moment but yep. certainly if you're in the States there's you know there's there's behaviorists and they could they'll they'll spend some time, they'll spend up to three hours with you having yeah, a yeah. chat over the problem talking about the issues um, and talking about um, and treatment options and, and what to do. I guess another thing I would say is if you if your dog has bitten someone is you do need to take stock of it and sort of say, all right, perhaps we need the dog separated from all children Yes, yeah, from yeah, now yeah, yeah. on. Or that was a visitor, we need to separate from all visitors. Or when the tradie comes over, tradesman comes over, the dog gets separated as well. What was the context or the situation of that occurring? Avoidance. And, yeah. If it's Avoidance.
1: easily avoided... Make it, make yeah, avoid it. Exactly, yeah, spot yeah. on, good stuff. Yeah, yeah. If, if you if you've got a shellfish allergy, don't eat shellfish. Nice, I like it, mate. Yeah, tips yeah. from Robbie. There you go. And if you get a punch, if you get a punch, you, know, you got to work out how hard you're going to punch. Yeah, yeah. Don't punch too hard. Yeah, I was a bunch of ear off. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Merry Christmas.
1: <laughs> Alrighty, terrific. Well, that's good. Uh, so, Claudia, I hope that answers your question. Um, if it if doesn't, let us know. Yeah, and if anyone else has got any questions they'd like to know about. Uh, what to do in a certain situation, then, uh, then drop us a line. You can find us at, uh, two vets talk pets at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on, uh, on the Twitter. You can find us on the Facebook. Uh, you can find us on the Patreon. Yeah. You know, you can send us a message through the Patreon as well. Uh, so uh, so if anyone's got any other questions, let us know. Um, uh, otherwise, yeah, it'd be great to have some uh, some more questions in for, uh, for the next couple of weeks, too. It'd be great. And uh, next week I'm going to talk about uh, dogs leaning on you. Oh, Velcro dogs.
2: Yeah. Oh, yes. Or yeah, Velcro. Or what? When they lean on you, you're sitting down, they just push into you. Pushing or, you, yeah. maybe
1: sit on your foot. Something yeah, like right. Or oh, is that a good thing, bad thing? Oh, is it dominant? Is it dominant? Are they trying dun, to dominate dun, your angle? Dun, dun. What would Cesar Milan say? Yeah. Well, we should get him on. Yeah, well, let's let's, yeah. let's. let's see if we can do a Skype interview with
2: him. Let's not and say we did.
1: Yeah. All righty, guys. We'll scratch you later. Peace out. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening to Two Vets Talk Pets with Lewis and Robbie. To chat further about this week's episode or ask the guys any questions, search Two Vets Talk Pets on Facebook, Twitter,